Episode 68 of the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk a lot of shit. Hell, I yes. am your host, Jay Quiles, a.k.a. Luca Donkish, a.k.a. I'm going to steal one from last week, Carrie Skittles. Nice. A.k.a. Um, fuck, I, I got lost. <laughs> I got lost. Oh, I didn't want to. That's yours. Derek Rose. Done. <laughs> or, uh, you know what you could do? Derek Rose. Because it's cold out. It is cold out. Uh, directly to my left, introduce yourself, sir. Hey, guys. It's Tad, uh, a.k.a. Mo Bamba number five. <laughs> uh, a.k.a. Mr. Funky Jalen Brown. I don't know. I just recycle them all. That's it. I'm not we, original. We usually enough, do. You know, to, we to, usually to do. To keep me uh, the man... Not in the middle, to the right. Introducing <laughs> <laughs> uh, at five foot eight. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's generous. Hey, hey, I took, I got my physical done today. I'm five seven and three quarters. Damn. Bitch. I, the, the lady was like, "You grew from last year," and I was like, "I'm also healthier." Than last year. <laughs> you haven't talked about that because la- I really quick it's, last year I went and did this physical for my job, and the woman who did everything, she was like. So you work out according to this? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, okay, you eat like shit. And I was just like, oh, okay. You got that from my waist? Everything I've, no, she did like all my triglycerides and all that ah. shit. She was like, you need to stop eating, I'm assuming, pizza. And I was like, you're right. You got me. You called me it's on that rare. I'm, I, I don't know how often that I'm the tallest man in the room, yeah. but today. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> today. By the way, I'm Nikki Keyless, a.k.a. JJ Barista. Oh, uh, aka Greg Poplamoose. <laughs> <laughs> aka uh, what's that? Greg? That was Greg Ostertag. I was trying to go Osterstrudel. <laughs> Greg Osterstrudel. <laughs> I like that. Oh God, Osterstrudel's a good one. Oh, I like man. that. Man, this is great. <laughs> All right, well, we are the NBA three, and this is episode sixty-eight. Tad, what episode is this? This is the Mitch Schoon episode. Mitch Schoon played for the Detroit Falcons in nineteen forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you all are better because of knowing that fact. Congratulations. Uh, We just changed your lives. You are now officially real basketball fans. It's funny to think that Mitch Schoon is probably dead. Uh, Definitely dead. Uh, Not probably. Very, very probably. 100%. 100% dead. Um, We're back, y'all. We're back in in the house all together to talk a lot of basketball stuff. The season is very, very much underway. Um, We wanted to start off today's episode by talking about uh, something that is close to – at least myself and Nikki here, as, as we grew up as Bulls fans, and, and Tad by proxy because he's lived in Chicago for quite some time now uh, and witnessed uh, the kind of the rise and fall of Derrick Rose. Last night, Derrick Rose scored 50 points, his career high in his entire career at the age of 30 um, against Utah, the Utah Jazz, on 19 of 31 shooting, four from seven from three, uh, with six assists and four rebounds, and a W basically sealed it for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. He had two steals and he had the game winning block. He did really? have the game winning block. I watched that end of that game. 
the Jazz missed like four threes in a row, and I was like, if they get another chance, they're going to hit it. And all of a sudden, Derrick Rose blocked the shot. That's and I was like, so great. Oh shit! Um, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions about Derrick Rose. In Chicago, we hold him pretty highly for the most part, and that's not universal. But but many people in Chicago still ride for for D Rose. Look, the 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 people who run Chicago basketball are all slightly problematic. Sure. Sure. Um, although Anthony Davis seems like a good dude. Um, yeah, he's cool. I was just thinking, as far like, as I, know. I was thinking more Michael Jordan. Um, uh, but in any case, so listen, um, Derrick Rose scores 50 points, which was interesting because he had just had an interview with Dennis Scott, like, maybe 24 hours earlier, talking about how he feels better. He's finally gotten figured out his one-two step in his jump shot, which is something that took him a lot to kind of figure out because, like, it took him basically four years to get his rhythm back from, like, having repeated knee surgeries over and over again. Yeah. And he felt like he was healthier. He felt like he finally had his rhythm. And he was actually shooting to be the sixth man of the year. Uh, and then he goes out and scores 50 points. So, I guess, um, and let's not let's let not forget, like, um, experienced a lot of emotion as a result of scoring their points. Oh, like, yeah. say what you will about that. I personally, as a fan of his, like, he, Derek Rose and I, same age, uh, we both went to the Chicago public through the Chicago public Chicago public school system at the same time. Um, we used to play them in high school. Um, I witnessed him playing in high school a lot. Followed him in college when he got drafted here. It was a really cool experience uh, to see somebody who you watched while you were growing up um, at the same time. Um, so to see kind of the rise and fall and then him score fifty points yesterday was really meaningful to me as a as a longtime fan. Um, and you could see that the the, the, the the emotion on his... He it, cried. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. He he cried clearly from just, <laughs> like, <laughs> overcoming... After he, he... So he hits the two free throws to, for 49 and 50, <laughs> yeah. and they're, like, talking, and they're up by three, and they're like, I believe there's something wrong with Derek Rose. <laughs> his, his he has red, red eyes. <laughs> and I was like, he's clearly crying. It's like, oh, what is wrong with you, so, moron? Anyways, I've hogged up the mic up to this point, but I, I would love to know kind of, like, your reactions from last night, like, what your takeaways are, and if we think this is maybe... Anyways, let's just go like initial takeaways from last night. Corey Brewer scored fifty points in a Timberwolves jersey one time, God so like I mean, how much stock am I going to put into this? Not a ton. I mean, he's clearly his play the last couple seasons has shown that like he's he's not back. No, but no, he's as close as we're ever going to get. Right, mm-hmm. and I think he's got he's still got a lot left in the tank. Uh, he is hitting the time though where guys like start to sure. sort of hit their decline, sure. but. 38 years old is supposed to be the prime uh, of your life when you're a man. Like, your athletic prime is supposed right. to be 30. It's kind of a downhill um, sort of slope from there. Right. Um, but, I mean, it's it's great. It's good. Uh, I'm not a big – I'm not a huge Derrick Rose guy. Uh, I mean, Orlando battled with him uh, sure. in the late 2000s a lot. Um, mm-hmm. All my friends uh, in college, for the most part, are from the Chicago suburbs. Right. So they are all Bulls fans. Uh, I had to hear it from them a lot. <laughs> Um, so yeah, but I mean like good for him. Like, I mean, I, I, I can only imagine like, obviously, you know, he's fucking crying so he can see it on his face, but like, I can only imagine what that'd be like after, I mean, there's a point where people were like, his career's over. Oh yeah. He's done. He's gone. Like, see you later. I mean, last, last year when he got released by Utah. Utah. Oh yeah. And look at that That revenge. Yeah. Like when he got cut by Utah, everybody's like, well, this is the end. Yep. And then they're like, "Mm." and he looked so ineffective in Cleveland. Like, I mean it. His season in New York actually wasn't. Terrible. Like, no, it was he fine. averaged right I, around like 19 points per game. Now that it. team was terrible. He wasn't efficient at all. No. I 
legitimately was just trying to think. I was like, did he go to Cleveland right after Chicago? Nah. I'm like, where? I completely forgot he was yeah. even with he the Knicks. Went, I mean, went, that's how forgettable yeah. that was. He played that one season. Game, baby. He played that one season. He averaged like right <laughs> around 19 points a game. Like he was on like 38. percent Oh, he was incredibly was inefficient. Like just not. But that not team was also bad. Like terrible. who else was going to take terrible, shots? Terrible. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, that team was so bad. Um, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Like 50, 50 in, in its own right is not like this. Like, oh my god, I can't believe he scored fifty points. But it's it's the it's the story arc behind it of like agreed a a a a, a player who was the youngest MVP in in NBA history. Like at the top of his game, at the top of the NBA ranks, and then a series of injuries derailed what was supposed to be a very promising and uh, memorable career. And he's one of the rare people. Like he'll probably be unless like. Unless he finds like the fountain of youth and and this like sparks it, which I I don't see it happening because like his game hasn't changed that much. Um, yeah. That being said, like unless a miracle happens where he finds the fountain of youth and like the next five years are at an all star level, he'll be the first MVP to ever not make it to the Hall of Fame. I, yeah. yeah, I I just that's I was literally yeah. just about to chime in with that. Like I. I just don't see it happening. Neither do I. I mean, he's nope. got a chance maybe just because it's the Basketball Hall of Fame right. and he took that Memphis team to yeah. a championship. Well, to, and, the, yeah, to championship. the championship. And yeah. then missed free throws. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't do last night, so congrats on that yeah, one. Yeah, congrats on that. Um, he was like 8 of 11 from yeah. the charity strike. Yeah, I think him, he, he – I mean, he, all season I, – I, we're looking at stats right here. He's cur- currently shooting 44% from, from the field and 34 Four point six from three, which is not terrible for him. Uh, uh, yeah, it's the start of the season, so chances are it'll go back. It'll go down. Um, but yesterday he looked good. He kept on going at straight after Rudy Gobert. Yeah, uh, I think he had he had Rudy Gobert's number, and he was just like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna keep fucking going right." He to did. Him. Yeah, he really did. I would actually. I was just this thought just kind of came to me. With the way, like, the mess of an organization that the Timberwolves are right now, like, how great would it be if Derrick Rose just took the reins of it that would team say, yeah. and came back and averaged, like, 27 a game That's what I'm season. saying. Like, if he can, like, he's averaging right around 19 points. Like, even if he just, like, if he got it up just a little higher, like just a tick higher. Like, yeah, 2021. And if he can, like, take that, it's going to be really hard to make the Western Conference uh, all-star team just because of the... Yeah. the, the it's just, gonna make there's so it's many gonna be very guards. hard to make anything in right. the Western Conference. So, but that being said, like, if he can, if he can get, like, to like 20, 21 points per game this season and is looking similar to how he was before he was getting hurt in terms of like his productivity, his bounds, like his ability to get to the basket, his whole thing. Somebody, so I, would, I forget which podcast I was listening to recently, but they made a point about how like Derrick Rose almost primarily grew up playing on the streets yeah, in Chicago. And part of like being a pickup basketball player is like, at least in the Chicagoland area and on the streets and on the South side is like, like don't be a bitch. So like don't call ticky tack fouls. Like yep. be tougher. So they basically what they were saying is like some of his personal coaches, um, they had to break this habit of his of like avoiding contact because that's kind of like a bad habit that he learned when playing on the streets. It was like if I avoid contact, that I don't have to have that uncomfortable altercation of like that was a foul, that wasn't a foul. Yeah. Which on the plus side, in the early stages of his career, made him very elusive. Like, mm-hmm. it made him be able to, like, change directions and shit like it that. Also it also looked cool. And it also yeah. hurt him to some degree because yes. he, like, would never get to the line. Exactly. Yeah. That was, like, one of his biggest it's, criticisms. It's been his biggest flaw throughout his entire career. Mm-hmm. And one of the other interesting things that he said in that interview with Derek Scott, or Dennis Scott, pardon me, was he goes... Yeah, um, Orlando sorry. Magic Legend. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Scott. <laughs> put some respect on he his He goes... Name. What did he, so he said, um, you know, 
a lot of people fault Tibbs for what happened to me in the playoffs. He's like, you know, I'm 30 now. I've learned a lot. And when I look back on, on that moment, I only knew how to play at one speed. And I didn't know how to, like, I, I wasn't an intelligent basketball player. I was just a, a gift, like, a, a well, yeah, okay. <laughs> Asshole. I think at, at this point, Derrick Rose knows he's not that intelligent. Right. But, oh, like, he, basically what he was saying was, like, at that point in the game, I didn't have to go as hard as I was going. Like, I didn't have to do that hop step. I could have easily just driven to the hole and, like, dish it out to the corner as the defense collapsed. But at that point in time, like, I only knew how to play one speed. And had I been smarter about how to use my body in different points in the game – that injury likely doesn't happen. So now that's that's you know for him looking back on yeah. a situation that ultimately he had no control. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was just a really good feeling. It was a really good night. It was it was really cool to see all his teammates have his back and like the crowd had his back and like l- literally in, the entire community of 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 the NBA was just like happy happy for him because they all know his struggle and they know what he's been through and like all the shit he's been through and like trying to get back to a level of 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 respect in the NBA and and it was really really cool to see. Also that interview was fucking weird. It was. Like I was like oh he's he's crying and he's very emotional but as soon as she asked the question and he answered I'm working my ass off, bro. Yeah, I was just like that was so I good. could see it, it in his so, eyes. He wanted so to say great. fuck so right. bad. Oh, he man. was like I can't believe it I'm was not so, allowed to say fuck. It was fuck. so, so great cuz it was that was so Chicago of him to do that to like just to, to, to not so eloquently say like I've really I've worked really hard. It was just it was cool. Like it was just it was a really cool thing to see. Um I you know what? I, I understand, like, from a public relations standpoint, but one thing that drives me insane is literally I can I can do I can do a post-game interview without, like, any problem. Ah, oh, Tad, you had a great game tonight. You know, what do you have to say? Ah, uh, you know, a lot of credit to my teammates. Uh, you know, they, you right. know, they were getting me open. I was getting open shots. Right. You know, they kept getting me the ball. Um, you know, we played tough defense. You know, just a good, solid team win tonight. You want to thank the man upstairs, right. you know, a lot, too. Like, <laughs> just literally, like, Rinse, it's repeat. fucking, Rinse, it's, repeat. It's, it's all just some variation of that. Right. So, like, I love when guys say that. Absolutely. Like, I love when Absolutely. guys come out yeah, and are like, so fuck think, yeah. Genuine, a genuine response. I mean, response. I, think, I think the greatest one ever is probably uh, Ron Artest. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> right? That was my favorite. After they won the championship. Won the finals in 2010. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my, oh, my God. God. I'd like to thank uh, my therapist. Uh, I'd like to thank. Shout out to Queensbridge. Oh, shout out to Queensbridge. <laughs> I like to thank God. God was three. It was therapist, Queensbridge, yeah. and then God. That <laughs> was the best. Oh it was so good. Um, also, uh, when he was like, Kobe passed me the ball. Yeah. 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 Ball. yeah. Oh my God. I fucking love that oh, guy. Oh, great. He was stuff. so good. Um, so, on to another very, very impressive performance this week. In a very different way. Also, very real, different. Real quick, one time, uh, Earl Clark. Uh, if you remember, I former do. Louisville standout, I do. LA Laker, Orlando Magic player. One time after a uh, post game interview, they like they like thanked him and like he was like like he stood there for like an awkward like pause of a second, and then he just goes, "All right, thanks, man," and he just <laughs> walked away. Uh, I I could watch interviews like uh, like funny interviews, like when the when Harden does the fucking. Uh, um, like Harden does the fucking uh, what was it? I forgot what the question was, but she asked the question and he just like whoop, oh, out the, 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 the eye roll, the yeah. eye roll and all that yeah. shit, something like that, or like uh, 
There's an, I can't think of one. There's definitely other ones that are like amazing. Well, obviously last year, LeBron James saying do better next time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh and then just walking out. Uh, for <laughs> yeah. the listeners, if the, your, uh, the sound of your headphones just got a lot louder, that's because I'm a dummy and I had the wrong settings on the microphone. So uh, you should be able to hear us all more clearly now. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, I had it on the wrong setting. So they could hear me really clearly. You got a little bit more faint. Well, I'm loud as fuck. You're good. Tad is a little tough, which is fine because all he was saying was slander and just all sorts of nonsense. So now we can Aronis. talk about really stuff. Uh, so Clay Thompson, um, this past week against the Chicago Bulls in three quarters, uh, yes. breaks the three quarters. breaks the three point record previously held by his teammate, uh, a one Stephen Curry, with fourteen uh, three point shots, hit ten in the first half, uh, and the final score of the game. Are you ready for this, guys? Was one hundred and forty nine to one twenty four, um, guys. Is this more impressive or less impressive than scoring 37 in one quarter and going perfect from the field? I think it might be less. less definitely less impressive. Less impressive. Yeah, definitely yeah. less impressive. Um, um, also, I, I would like to shout out uh, to Clay for pulling the Kobe. 52 points, absolutely no assists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were finding him, though, dude. Lauren, oh, uh, I know. Lauren's friend uh, had a tweet or some, some guy she knows had a tweet, and he was like, Hi, I would like to report a murder that I'm witnessing live <laughs> at the United Center. At, and then he like added the Chicago police, like because it was like 91 to 60 uh, or something. So at some point. I think they scored 90 points in the first half. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, 91. Yeah, 91. 91, 91 in the first half. Wild. It was insane, dude. Here is a fun stat. I got two fun stats. I'm going to give you the first one. Clay scored 52 points. He took 50, 50 dribbles. Oh my god. Derrick Rose scored 50 points, and he took, like, 600. <laughs> different players. Yeah. I, well, no, players. I, I understand, different but that is, like, it's, no, just, I, it's absurd. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it's just like, a, it's it's a just, crazy it's an, attest, it's an testament to, like, how efficient his shooting mechanics are. I think it he was 636 so fucking efficient, dude. Like, his every shot he takes is robotic, but in the yeah. best way. Like, he is such, he is one of the best, if not the best, catch-and-shoot shooter I've ever seen. It's just I also just dude. became very depressed realizing Clay Thompson and I were born in the same year. Yeah, dude. That's super sad. Fun fact also, uh, Clay Thompson average uh, shoots on average 42%, 42.0% from three-point, and on an average of 6.9 three-point attempts per game. 420, 69, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hell yeah. Clay Thompson is a fucking living embodiment <laughs> of a meme. Well, he really is. He really is. And then, and he's playing up to it because they were like, because he was wearing the oh, headband God. and they were like, oh, how'd you feel? He's like, I just was channeling my favorite basketball that's player, so Jackie good. Moon. And then this fucking asshole showed up yeah, dressed the as next fucking day. Jackie oh, Moon. I love it. Oh, I, you know so what? good. Even though it was at the expense of my favorite team, you love watching that shit. Like, I had friends that went to the game, and they're like, honestly, it was a fucking blow but we just wanted to see him go for the record, man. Like, once yeah. you see that he's on track, you're like, fuck, can he get 20? That would be amazing. But that was going to be my next question. It's like, okay, so this feels to me like a record that's just going to keep getting broken over the next couple of years, mm-hmm. potentially by the same two guys. Yes. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's not crazy to think that Clay and Steph are going to go back and forth of, like, setting the record a little bit higher, which is fucking nuts. And they'll just keep going, you want to do it this time, you want me yeah. to do it this time? Yeah. I also want to set a record straight real quick. <clears throat> After the game, uh, they asked Kevin Durant how he felt about it, and he said, I passed him the ball that got him the record. And he's like, I also passed the uh, Steph the ball that got him the record, which is not true. <laughs> Not true. Draymond Green passed the ball to Steph. 
<laughs> when Steph broke the record. So, let the record reflect KD is a snake. <laughs> He's a liar. I love it when they uh, they make it about themselves. Oh, yeah. like Jimmy Butler last night, who just like came in and oh, yeah. made his presence known at the press conference. Yeah. And just had to come. Look, Jimmy, I love you, man, but sh- cut that Hollywood shit out, man. It's fucking annoying. He is very Hollywood. It's so annoying. And, uh, it's so annoying. I guys, we've already talked about it. I'm wearing uh, a very fashionable hat, mm-hmm. and they don't like it. <laughs> Debatable. But they're not gonna like it very soon when I get Hollywood stitched across the far front of this bitch. <laughs> it's happening. I'm gonna move to LA. I'm gonna go to like a fucking new era place. I'm like, can I just get Hollywood? Hollywood across this. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, LA. So here's the question. At what point is, like, at what point, because I, I foresee this record being broken again at some point in the future, what becomes the point of no return? Like, um, how many three-pointers in the game is it going to be like, this never happens again? I 20. That's what I was thinking. I think 20 was going to be it, yeah. Or maybe, like, someone might get 20. I could see a 21. Yeah. I mean, you guys realize that, like, 10 years ago, like, the record for most threes made by a team in a game was 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And now, like, I mean, we we think the Rockets we've, average we've, twenty three. Right. Like, blow, right. like Orlando set that record up like ten years ago, right? And like we've, that, we've yeah, moved that was on so Howard, right? far. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, it's uh, it was it was an incredible game. It'll be interesting. It's funny because like a couple de- a couple days earlier, like Steph goes off at the Garden, scores fifty one and three quarters, yep. and like I think he I only think hit it, seven three pointers. I think it was like he went off, and then KD went off. And then the third game was this one here with Clay. Yeah. So they're just like fucking me. Like, who wants to who who wants to do good today? We're living in we're living in a, a in a pickup game where the this team just keeps winning and like we can't break them yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It's one it of those. Yeah, it's like we it's just stay on the court. Play the we game. Stay on the yeah. Court until if we you lose, win, you stay. But like the three best players ended up on the same That's team. Like, god damn it! Next time we're shooting from the half court instead of the three point line, and they'll still make them. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, guys, next conversation that I wanted to have here. So, in your opinions. What is more surprising to you? And I'm going to bring up some records here, and we'll talk about this. What is more surprising to you? The fact that the Washington Wizards' current record is, I believe, last time I checked, but let me just pull up the stats here. And da, 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 one and six, right? I believe I they're one so, and six, yeah. yes. Um, there they are. Thank you. So as it currently stands, the... Yep, one and six. Oh, God, they're one and six. Um, so... What's more surprising, the fact that the Washington Wizards are 1-6 and six, or that the Sacramento Kings, if I remember correctly, and we'll pull up here in five a second, are about 5-3. and I think they're 5-3. and three. Uh, Oh, yeah, they might be 5-3 so now. So let's just pull this up. Here it is. And Sacramento is 5-3. and three. Yeah. Okay. Shit, sorry. A couple things here. Thanks, NBA.com. A uh, couple things here. Um, the... Uh, the the Kings are more surprising. The Wizards are not that good. I and I yeah. didn't like. I I predicted them. I think at like six or seven in our in our. I think we all had them like seven. But right. but the thing is like that's more so a product of playing in the weak ass mm-hmm. Eastern Conference. Like yeah. I don't think that's a good team. Right. I, I have agree. a question. Don't you don't, may have one. Wait. Don't leave the Kings. Go back to the Kings Hold roster on. for me. I'm going to a different page. So okay, that's fine. I just want to see the pictures of the dudes really quick. Uh, cause is it like a requirement for the Kings to have like a shit haircut to play yeah. on that team? What is up with some of these fucking hairdos? There's a lot of weird ones. Yeah, that was They're weird. I did not like that. Also, fun fact: Does anybody like the Wizards don't have anybody on their team who can make an eighty pointer? Uh, the other night against Orlando, <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Um, they were down 78 to nothing, and Buddy Heald hit a shot from the corner, and all of a sudden the scoreboard said 80 to 78. So, <laughs> oh, I saw like, that. Yeah, yeah I you saw know, that, like, I mean, that that's so pretty fucking <laughs> that impressive. So um, no, I can. So here, let's let's talk about the Kings since we're on the topic. You know, they draft Marvin Bagley, number two overall. Uh, De'Aaron Fox has come back for his second year. He's already averaging 18 points per game in his second season. He's looking pretty good. Still he's not good. still not a great shooter. Buddy Hill's perfect. Uh, like I said, six man. He's gonna and be honestly a six like man. the the guy who's been the most impressive to me has been uh, Iman Shumpert, like, coming in and, and being that, like, defensive and, to some extent, like, offensive presence. Like, I think he scored 27 early in the season against, who was it? I want to say it was Cleveland, maybe? Might have been against us. Oh, maybe I'm pretty sure he did shit on Orlando. But, like, I mean, you're look, like, looking at their stats right now, we've got one, two, <laughs> three, four, five guys in double figures already. Um, nobody that's, like, really standing out amongst the rest. Um, but specifically, like, We've got a lot of guys that are contributing. You know, uh, Nemanja Bialica, Justin Jackson's contributing. Willie Colley Stein's having a fucking phenomenal season. Like seventeen and a half with nine boards a game and and like one bl- uh, what the fuck? Oh, less than one block a game. Okay, nah, not great on the blocks. Block. Um, but like De'Aaron he Fox is like a steal, right? Though. Buddy Heald is doing his thing off the bench. Like, oh, I guess he's starting actually. Um, but nonetheless, like Yogi Ferrell is a solid contributor he's on that team. Contributing like. Fucking uh, uh, Harry Giles has been not great, although we kind of had high hopes for him coming in. You know, Frank Mason. Frank Mason was, like, such a steal in last year's draft. Like, I don't know why more teams don't draft, like, the four-year guard to, like, just be the backup for your Couldn't team. Couldn't agree with you more. Like, yeah. I just don't understand I like why people don't do that. Well. Dude, like, Woody, Yogi Ferrell, same shit. Like, played at Indiana for a couple of years, um, comes in as an undrafted free agent, and contributes right away for, for Dallas, and now is contributing for Sacramento. Hell, yeah. Ben McLemore's averaging 2.3 oh, points a Lord. game. Poor, I mean, good for ben him. McLemore. But, yeah, like, I this, have this team... like, a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> this is... Uh, it's, a, it's an interesting team. Like, nice, they're a team it? that, for the longest time, has just been, like, the, the laughing stock of the league, but they're starting to stockpile young talent, like Bagley, like De'Aaron Fox, like Buddy Heald, depending on who you ask. Um, Willie yeah. Colley Stein, still kind of an unknown... Um, but they're starting to to kind of build their their roster of 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 players, and there's still a couple guys that they maybe haven't been able to exploit, like Scal uh, Libesier. Like rookie season, you're like, holy shit, he's actually yeah. he's actually really good. Um, and then last year he kind of falls off, and this year he's not really contributing much. Uh, same thing with like Harry Giles, like had some real high hopes for him coming into the season. Now we're not really sure what he's going to be. Um, but in any case, um, I I like a lot of their players. Yeah, like likewise. I, like I, I, I want them to be good. Oh yeah. Like I want them to succeed. I, I love De'Aaron Fox. I really genuinely like De'Aaron Fox. I like Fox. him. I, I love Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald's great. Like yeah, I like Bielitsa. I really, really liked Marvin Bagley. In I college. like Marvin Bagley. But I will say this: I, they made a mistake. They should have gone with Luca. Watching like, Luca play, like they should have definitely drafted. My Luka. God. But I do like the Bagley pick for them in terms of like a positional need, like. A positional need. They got like nine centers. Yeah, that's fair. Well, he's very powerful. Their entire team is fucking they are, fours they're, and fives. They're front court heavy for it's sure. Very heavy. They, yeah. But they went. They went like six One, straight seasons of drafting two, centers. Three. Yeah, they got. They got so like, many. They drafted Willie Cauley Stein and George Papianis after oh, while they, they still had Boogie. Yeah, yeah. They, they drafted Willie Cauley Stein the year after they drafted crazy. Boogie. Um, let's, it's outrageous. It's preposterous. It's absurd. Let's move on to the Wizards instead now. Yeah. Let's talk they about stink. the Wizards. They so stink. Bad. I also would like to point out, I don't think the Sacramento Kings hold this up. Oh, no. No, no, no. But it's nice to see some progress, and, like, they do look good on the offensive end. Yeah, and, like, I've always yeah. liked Dave Yeager. Like, Dave, Dave Yeager was really good in I mean, Memphis. Who does had a falling out. Who doesn't love Yeager? Dave guys? Yeager bomb. AKA. I don't particularly. Uh, no, really I, can I, I tell a really a stupid ass story? Uh, I visited Jay once uh, in college, and I wasn't 21 yet. It was my first night of drinking ever. And 
first off, we walk into the bar. You were allowed to be in there if you weren't 21, but you had to, like, get marked. I didn't even show my ID. I walked up to the fucking, like, bouncer, and I was like, mark me, bro. I'm I'm, I'm not 21. And then we walked straight to the bar, and I was like, Jay, I've never tried a Jaeger bomb. Let's do that. And Jay was like, okay, you I, fucking that's moron. What I was like, yo, what, this is your first drink. What do you want? He's like... What's a Jaeger bomb? I'm like, oh no, <laughs> here we go. Um, it all right. didn't go. It didn't end. <laughs> Washington. Well, no, it went very poorly. You definitely text your ex girlfriend. Uh, uh, yeah. So the Washington Wizards, uh, an interesting team to say the least. Two, two of arguably, depending on your opinion on John Wall, two arguably the the, the best backcourt players in the Eastern Conference and in all the of the NBA uh, to some extent. Um, John Wall. Doing John Wall things, I guess, you know, 20.9, 7 assists, 2.3 steals. Once again, comes into the season out of shape. Uh, that's got to stop. Blocks, that's wild. Yeah, he's always been a really good defensive player. Yeah, he's, he's just like, He can't keep it together for not a long, a, long a, stretches. Not a huge John Wall guy. I've had I've had ins and outs with him. Like, when he's when he came in the in the league, he was getting a lot of Derrick Rose comps, and I'm like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Um, and also, he kept doing that fucking flex dance, and he was always dancing, and I'm like, I, this guy fucking annoys me. But... He grew on me as his career grew and as he became an all-star and as he, like, led the Washington Wizards in, into the playoffs against the Celtics. And they inevitably lost, but, like, they had a really good series. Um, Never crazy about a guy who flashes gang signs on <laughs> national television. I mean, I'm just not. I support all of them. Um, especially yeah, Derek Rose. All, uh, <laughs> all, all the gangs or yes. all the... Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. I stay neutral. Uh, blood and Crip. Uh, uh, God. So... Pre- uh, Bradley, I don't feel like Adam Porter's not doing that great right yeah, now. Yeah, so that's a big thing. Adam like Porter is such a fucking overrated basketball he, player. He was really good for them for like two seasons, and he has just not been efficient this year and is not shooting the three ball well. And like, here's the thing. John Wall has been calling out a lot of his teammates over the last couple of years. This year is now he's picking on Otto Porter. Um, Otto Porter, he was the number three option on that team, and... For I mean, rightly so, they paid him a lot of money yeah. for very Way little contribution right money. now. Way too um, much yeah, money. and they're probably going to lose Kelly Oubre over that right. eventually because Kelly. I think Kelly Oubre is good good enough to be a six man. I don't think he's a starter. I mean, yeah. I know he's only twenty three, but still, he he's definitely going to want to get paid. Right. So. And also, like, I don't trust any team that like is looking to Jeff Green for like actual oh, I was contribution. Just about to say that <laughs> I don't trust any team that gives Jeff Green more than twenty minutes a tick a night. Yeah. So twenty. Hell, I don't give game. any. I don't trust any team that gives Jeff Green seven minutes a I'm night. Sam, like, if he's your starting center, things are weird. Um, oh man, Jan Mahinmi. Kind yeah. of forgot he was still in the league. Yeah, Love that guy. Should. Um, so here's my question. Whoa, it, they got Zatarans? Uh, Zatoransky. I know, yeah. but <laughs> Zatarans. Is it time to trade John Wall and rebuild around Bradley Beal? Yes. I agree. I think that John Wall has become a cancer. He's become a crybaby. He always blames his teammates for not winning when, realistically speaking, bro, you're shooting 22% from three. You're the fucking point guard, and you average your, your career averages like seven or eight assists a game. Yeah. That's trash. Yeah. it's uh, Things have got to change. I think Washington needs a change. And frankly, like, I don't know how much longer Scott Brooks is going to last. Scott Brooks sucks. And also, Ernie Grunfeld, like, you got to go. Yeah. You got to go, bro. You, you you make a lot of interesting trades. You, you you throw money around to people that you shouldn't be throwing money around to. Um, the good news is that Dwight Howard's coming back, so things are about to change for them. Um, Probably for the worse. <laughs> definitely for the worse. Uh, he's not in good shape. He, he's got back problems. And he's been on uh, five teams in the last three years. So um, are we... 
Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Or five teams in the last seven seasons. Sorry, 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 sorry. Five teams in the last seven years. Too many. That's, that's too, too many too teams many. traded often, released. Um, I guess that only accounts if you count the uh, the Brooklyn Nets. But um, so yeah. I think we're unanimous here. And like the bigger surprise is the bigger surprise is the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah and sure. their start. And good. And good for them. And, and, and I couldn't be happier that the Wizards suck. So yeah. like I'm happy on yeah. both accounts. I was yeah. gonna say wait until like the Wizards pull like a fucking like 28 yep. and like five Absolutely. win streak, and all of a sudden they're everyone's like, whoa, look at that. Yeah. And they're not. The, I don't. The one thing. It. The one thing that I'll say about the the Kings, I'm gonna bring up the stats here because like the advanced stats for teams Jesus. right now in terms of pace, like Sacramento is really high in terms of. Uh, pace of play. Each they're game. young and they're athletic exactly, and they're long. Which is, which is going to be my point. Is like they are incredibly uh, fast, and they are currently number two in pace behind the Atlanta Hawks, which also another, makes young sense, another young team, another young team. But this is part of the reason I can't why, like, the Bulls aren't up there. I know uh, that's because we pretty much have Jabari Bar- Parker slowly, slowly getting down the, the court, yeah, that's true. Uh, and a bunch of other slow guys. Although Wendell Carter looked really good last yeah. night, he scored like twenty eight points. And um, I just want to say this real quick: the Jabari Parker thing reminded me. I worked with this guy like several years ago uh, who tried to convince me that uh, Paul George was better than LeBron. <laughs> and um, like one thing that he said was he's like, yeah, you, when uh, Jabari Parker tore his, his ACL, like Paul George was like the only player to like reach out to him. Right. Like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> that has no, nothing to do with your <laughs> argument, bro. Uh, yeah, Sorry, it, just it, a quick it, anecdote that really made me mad. I just wanted to share. Yeah, I don't know how that makes sense. <laughs> That's such a specific fucking thing. This guy was a fucking idiot. Though, so, like... <laughs> Uh, so, guys, on the topic of the Washington Wizards, if you remember from the offseason, they made a trade for a one Austin Rivers. Yeah, yeah. Now, Austin Rivers and the Washington Wizards returned to L.A. this past week, and Austin Rivers, y'all, got a video tribute from the Los Angeles Clippers, of which he played three, maybe four seasons with? Um, so I want to know, guys. Years. We're watching. No, five, so we're five actually years. we're watching the clip right now, oh and I want to know, guys. Let's just take it in because, like, let's remember the, the like story history. It's pretty cool that underneath the jumbotron is even more. That TVs is pretty cool. At the the Staples, Staples Center is dope. Um, I'm very excited to go there. It's specifically, went, for I went to games. went to an LA Kings game hockey. For those of you who don't know, uh, and they had one of the best. <laughs> The best intros, like with like their light show and shit, when they came out on the ice, it was incredible. <laughs> Can you rewind it real quick? Oh, this is so great. This is I so mean, great. they showed it when he got, well, like, he got hit in the face and all that. Go back a little, yeah, back a little, just a little bit more. Oh, sorry, little more? Oh, sorry. Um, watch as they show his stats. His stats: fifteen, 15 points, points per game, four assists, two, two rebounds. rebounds, all career highs, all career highs. <laughs> best time of his life, playing for his daddy and scoring all his career. Uh, highs. He, I mean, he only got this video because of his dad, right? Uh, like, no. that's, yeah. like, I mean, yeah. like that's it, right? So my my theory is that Jerry West was like, "Hey, man, sorry again for trading your son away. I know he's coming in. We'll play him a nice little video." We'll play him a nice little video. It'll be fine. It'll, I mean, are you fun. aren't you like oh, embar- in the whole thing? It was it was him and his dad yeah, for like a couple him. of shots. They feature him and his dad. Aren't oh, you aren't man. you embarrassed if you're him? You have to be. I can't I can't even imagine what his teammates were saying when they went back in the locker room. Like, yo, great great video, bro. Nice. Uh, <laughs> that was cool. Oh yeah, was cool when you got hit in the face. Especially John. Oh Hall. man, Steve Ballmer loved him. Um, it is a trip. I cannot. Th- this is the thing. Is like we're getting to a point now where the video tributes are a little too much. There's too many video tributes. We, we give. We give way too much in terms of video tributes to players that 100% don't deserve it. To everybody. The video tribute thing, sports-wide, 
the tribute thing in general, sports-wide, yes. has gotten out of hand. Ah, yes. oh, yeah, shout out to this guy who played four seasons in Major League Baseball and yeah. his career average was 212. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Some memorable moments. Like, dude, it, like, it's just, it's everybody. Like, and it's really not those kinds of guys, but it's like everybody who's like a marginally right. good player. Right. Like, I feel like it's, I don't know, it drives me insane. I mean, I would love we to. We celebrate would, mediocrity. I would love to get a tribute video. That's true. I think that'd be a blast. Um, well, you weren't asked that true. question. So. <laughs> we'll make one for you. Um, guys, the the City Edition jerseys have been leaking out over the last couple of weeks, and much like last year, conversations are, are starting, and people are debating as to who's got the coolest City Edition jerseys thus far. So I ask you, boys, um, of the jerseys that have been released, and only 19 of the 32 teams in the NBA have a jersey thus far that has been leaked, um, who are your favorites and who are your least favorites? I mean, we're looking at it right now. The Denver Nuggets one is great. I always loved the skyline uh, with the the rainbow in it. I think it's uh, wonderful. They do they did something kind of cool with the like sort of well, not super cool. I'm not gonna lie. You know what this kind of looks like? It kind of looks like when your printer is running out of ink <laughs> and it's trying yeah. to print the colors, but you can see every line. It's like when you do the test when you put a new cartridge in. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. This has got like the lines going through it, which is a little <laughs> fucked up. That's so good. I didn't even um, think about that. I just noticed at first I was like, I really like, but I just I that's one thing I don't like. I, I dig. This jersey, I did. I actually jersey. really like. The I lines. think it's great. Uh, Motor City, uh, Motor City, also known as Detroit. <laughs> I, I'm fine with it. It's very uh, simple. I think it's, it's basic. It's I don't. I really plain. do not love the two stripes In the down the middle. Yeah, that weird. Lead I mean, it makes sense because it looks like a. Well, yeah, it's. Suggestive. I think it's supposed to look like. Um, it's supposed to look like a street like racing stripe. Yeah, so like racing stripes. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do it, just do, like I, I, I hate when tops have a design that don't go down to the bottom, yeah. like that, like because mm-hmm. like it looks weird, like cut off, tucked right. into that jersey. And all of a sudden, right. it's in the. But side. I also just wanted to say, I really Denver's are my favorite. Denver's I really like those. Um, I like their old ones. And here comes they're, my they're, uh Like the the old school ones that they're sort of replicating are yeah. some of my favorite NBA yeah. jerseys of all time. Oh yeah, because yeah, well, like uh, when Derrick Rose yesterday when he they were wearing the old school Timberwolves ones, which I love those. those. Speaking of which, look at that motherfucking jersey. It's cool. Oh, I I as soon as I saw that video, I texted everyone I knew who could afford it to buy me one of these fucking jerseys. <laughs> Nikki texted me twice. I said no. I was. Uh, I know these things are like a hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah. Um, I do like it's the the prince themed kind of like purple and black. I don't love that the purple looks. It does look like a like, magenta. Yeah, that's exactly well, the same is, exact color. It is the prince purple. Right, is why? Right. And it's also the prince font. Yeah. They went. They were like. They, they were like. They went, we know what everyone loves right. about us. All in on prince. It's prince. And I'm not gonna lie. I can't wait for next year when they do the Bob Dylan jerseys. <laughs> Are you suggesting that Bob oh, Dylan is, is gonna is gonna pass away? What? No, he's just from Minnesota. <laughs> okay, well, I just like I just you know they tribute to Prince after he died. Like I'm. Just oh saying, well, no, like, I think they they tribute it to Prince because Prince is what put Minnesota on yeah. the map. Not to play Homer, but I do like the Chicago city. Oh, I love like, it. I love those. Very good. I, I say it time and time the, again. We have the coolest flag of the all the flag. Cities. The Chicago flag moves the needle. It's I don't care what you put it so on. I'm here for it. Cool. I have a I have an Iowa hat uh, that's literally the Chicago like it's awesome logo. Yeah, it's, it's the greatest thing absolutely. ever. Hey Chris. Hey Chris. What's up, buddy? Yeah, it's yeah, fine. cool. Chris Davis of the Active Campaign Podcast. Welcome to our podcast for Woo! a second, buddy. <laughs> hey, everybody. That's what, Chris Davis. He's what's famous. Your thought, what's your thought on the Chicago Bulls' new basketball jerseys? Oh, they look international. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they were going for. That's what they were going for. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Chris, you're from Minnesota. What do you think about the uh, Prince jersey? You're from Minnesota. Nice. Yeah, I can't hate them. It's yeah, pretty it's dope. For Prince, That's pretty dope. So uh, like, I love them. But I actually like the the purple-esh pink it's dope. that they got. It's dope. Yeah. We called it magenta. Cat, 
You know. Matic <laughs> 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 headphones? Yeah. Right. That's so good. Right now, but D Rose look good, right? He did. Look, he did amazing. Look good. Amazing. 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 Incredible. That's the way to go out. Absolutely. I mean, I know he's still he's here. He's still there. <laughs> 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 All right. Chris Davis, everybody. Thanks for showing up, buddy. So, let's talk about this one. Well, let's talk about, so let's talk about a couple more jerseys that we like. I actually really like the Brooklyn jersey because it's like their jerseys are really plain Planes, and they black. basically they added this like bed thing at the bottom it's like the biggie the, thing yeah exactly yeah, they've got like biggie. the Coogee sweater look oh. which is yeah, dope yeah, yeah exactly um, let's see which other ones did I like no not that Orlando. one Orlando hold on let me talk a little bit about Orlando's <laughs> no. now we can get into the ones yeah, we don't like yeah it's all ones we don't like let's get into ones we don't like I just want to say this about Orlando's jerseys like okay Jay I said this to you today no offense <laughs> your team has had about as much success as my team has had over the last decade none taken having said that when you are a big market team, you get dope jerseys. When you're a shitty team in a small market and an afterthought, they say, nah, fuck it, these will do. And that's what we fucking got. <laughs> and so, you know what? Like, it's I'm, so bad. It's, it's, it's so honestly bad. sad. They phoned it in so I, hard. Really dude. quick. You guys saying they phoned it in, this is what I'm going to say. They, like a lot of the other jerseys, were doing a tribute. They are doing a tribute to the Tracy McGrady sneakers with this little blue line, random as fuck, with all the black. Oh my God. <laughs> You're grasping. <laughs> I, I respect what you're trying to do, but it's not working. Uh, yeah, no, those are terrible. It's I'm so working. sorry. Uh, Orlando's uh, is like really them. bad. I I know we talked about this. I do not like the Philadelphia 76ers. I love them, actually. Jersey. I really like it's them. okay for me. I also feel like a lot of the Sixers jerseys are very plain. Yes. Uh, and That's they don't, true. That's n- true. The Sixers never have, like, an interest. I don't know. There's something like, there's something like, uh, just like... I don't know. It, they look like like a cotton tank top. They and do. Like, I'm kind of here for that. They do. Cotton it looks like something you would wear top. on the beach in the summer. They it look, like, look no, like. I an think NBA what they were jersey. going for is it's something that you would wear while you were working out in a boxing ring. That's probably true. Now, because it's gray, so you get that real good sweat ring <laughs> right down the middle. So everyone's like, "That guy's been working out." Uh, yeah, I'm honestly, I'm here for those. I am not here for the Thunders. Uh, so let's talk about this because, like, is this supposed to be like a tribute to the Vancouver Grizzlies? I don't no, it's, know. It's supposed to be. I, I believe. Not the Grizzlies. Oh, the four corners. I, I thought it was supposed to be like a thing to like the uh, like the Native American thing, yep, Native, right? Like, isn't uh, that? Yeah, it yeah. honors the state's Native American heritage. Which, hey, I, I, I I'm gonna go hard, ahead and say I this. I have a hard time insulting that. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I love turquoise. Uh, the old Vancouver uh, Grizzly jerseys. Yeah, the old Great. Vancouver joints were dope. Like, Carolina was, Panthers. Like yep. That's a good turquoise. These not a good turquoise. Yeah, it's not. I like I like the the waistband. I think that's really good, uh, but the coloring is just it just seems off. It it's, pops. it's the orange it that pops. fucks up. With the Although turquoise. I will say this, these are better than their jerseys last year. The, those gray oh, fucking yeah, yeah, jerseys yeah, yeah. were really terrible. Uh, also, down a bit. also, um, I mean, just just I just want to say this. Okay, real quick, uh, you're paying heritage to the Native American thing. Uh, you are in the West, so. Y'all ever heard of Manifest Destiny? Yeah. <laughs> when uh, the Oops. the West was conquered? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't. That's that's not great. Not a good they're look. Really, a little to, history uh, lesson for you. The they're one. trying to pay it back through shitty jerseys. So yeah. just let them do it. And casinos. Shit, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say shitty jerseys, casinos, and okay. uh, football team names that they've been asking you to stop doing. Uh, yeah, change that, guys. Um, I don't really have a strong opinion on the Buzz City jersey. Yeah. I, li- I like it's, them. It's, it's, it's boring. It's Port- plain. I'm going to go out and say, though, Portland is going to have the best ones. Probably I guarantee you. There's a lot ones. that haven't come out yet that I'm um, excited to see. Like Portland's Rip City jerseys are are some of my favorite uniforms. They're very good. I, I want to see what the Knicks do. I want to see what Portland does. I want to see what Toronto does. 
Um, who else? LA. I, I'd like to see what the Celtics do. The Celtics haven't come out. I of actually one. take that back. If the Raptors put a fucking dinosaur on their uniforms, then they will win. <laughs> Yep, I think it, it's you better. You know what I would love? It'd be better if it was like a dinosaur with Drake's face on it. Like, <laughs> that would be amazing. I've also come around on Milwaukee's. I think I like them now. Whoa, what? they're not even on this list. We forgot about them. Oh yeah, what the hell? I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember what words I used when I first looked at them. You said, uh, I think you said boy howdy. <laughs> boy howdy. That is what I said. Because uh, it's it's howdy. very clearly supposed to be the mecca. Uh, sure. Um, the Golden State Warriors one is cool. The, the the article we were just looking at was missing a few, so there's actually a couple more here. The Warriors one, they basically just like they they, they just have Chinese characters, like they just changed the middle, the middle and they've yeah they've they've given uh, I, a shout out to their Chinese. Characters. I like I like the sides how it kind of like does a little yeah, like squeak. the side is very much like those San Francisco yes. slur- swerving things. Yes, uh, the worst streets to drive on. Right. I'm assuming uh, the that Lakers one. Terrible. I'm actually I actually like the Lakers one. It's purple. It's got the the pinstripes. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I we did this see one. this one. I that was not terrible. One. Actually, go up really quick. It's got a bit of like, um, if you go to like Halloween City, they always have like a gangster suit, and it's like a purple suit with black stripes yeah, on basically. it. So that's kind they of look what it looks like they're like. trying to rip off Orlando. Is what they look like they're trying. Oh, I don't know to do. if I would go that far. <laughs> um, the Suns just Suns are trash. They the just put low Suns. Gave like, up. Go fuck yourself. The Suns Come gave on. up. Miami phoned it in again. Rehash the Miami Vice. The Miami Vice thing is dope too. I like. Those. Oh, this was the one. Oh yeah, the New Orleans. So one. we were we were we were torn on the Nola jersey because frankly, not a fan. The three stripes in the middle. I know that's like the, the the color scheme in New Orleans and shit like that. I it's just so fucking boring. Do you guys remember their Mardi Gras themed uh, uniforms from about ten or so years ago? Yes. Uh, yes. They were like uh, like purple on the front yes. and yellow on the back. Yes. Uh, those things were heinous. Yes. Uh, I actually really like these current ones. All right. Not terrible. Uh, I would have loved to see a purple jersey. I just would have loved to see. A well, that's what the what they had before. Remember when they had the sleeve jerseys? They had purple ones. Oh yeah, they yeah. Did, you remember they those? Did. Those were just okay. Yeah. See, yeah, that's definitely supposed to be like center court of yeah. Return to the Mecca. Yeah, yeah it's the Mecca fucking center. I am court. honestly, I am here for these Bucks jerseys. I like them. They're, I'm, it, they're growing on me. I'm gonna growing. say the more that I thought about them, the more I started. The more I look, them. they've got a real seventies vibe to they them. Do. That's, that's what I. They got that's a real my jam. Yeah. And you know what? Legit, <laughs> Giannis looks like he could have played in the seventies. Long and like lean, muscled guy. It's just like a very seventies look. Right. Looks like he doesn't get to the he, gym much. He needs an afro and short shorts. And um, I think he'd be bring, perfect. Please bring back the short shorts. I'm so here for. <laughs> oh, the they're short almost shorts. there. They're almost there. Uh, last thing we want to talk about. Um, couple future All-Star games have been announced. I already knew about one of these. Actually, two of them, frankly. Um, so obviously, this year is Charlotte. 2020 is going to be here in Chicago. I need to buy tickets now um 2021 indianapolis 2022 cleveland i think they're just trying to get all the shitty cities out right away um uh, so they can get back to the cool cities um yeah. any any thoughts well on chicago the... is a cool i think they're well, just doing a yeah. i mean it I well, actually charlotte, about charlotte but... and then they're doing like a tour of the midwest uh-huh. um I, one thing i'm gonna say i think what happened was they were like well chicago didn't get the Olympic bid in, for 2020. <laughs> yeah. So let's put something else that's Bro, big. The All Star Game hasn't been here since like '84. Yeah, I, I know it's wild. Am uh, I was thinking Chicago. I was like, yeah, I should try to go to that. Um, my cousin lives in Cleveland. Cleveland's gonna be way easier to go to. Way, that. way so, cheaper. Here's my thing about Cleveland, though. It's like they've been in the finals for the last four straight years. Do we need to also put an All Star game there? Look, man, I'm trying to go to this thing. <laughs> 
I'm just they, saying. I know exactly what they're doing. They're like, oh, no, their economy yeah, is LeBron James. We, they, so by 2020, LeBron needs to come back, even if he's not going to play for the team. Or LeBron already made a call, and he's like, right. I'm going to go back to Cleveland right, in 2020. Just give me like four years. I'm going to hang out in L.A., make a couple movies. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to hang out in L.A. for four years. My son's going to just magically get drafted by the Cavs, and then I'll go and play my the tail end of my career with together. my son. Um <laughs> Anywho, uh, anything else we want to talk about today before we wrap up? Mm, no. I'm good, too. Cool. Um, let's plug. Plug. Twitter. <laughs> you can follow me there. Uh-huh. At Tad Hall underscore. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can follow me on all social media at Nikki Palooza. Uh, Nikki spelled N-I-C-K-Y, by the way. Uh, and then also, if you're in the Chicagoland area, this Saturday, November 3rd, and next Saturday, November 10th, at the Second City, 8 p.m., at the Donnie Skybox Theater. Greetings from the Future, a Black Mirror-style show. And then also performing uh, every Tuesday at the I.O. Uh, for The Pool, under my my group's name is Last Weekend. <laughs> Great name. I will be there this Saturday, so uh, yeah, make yeah, sure yeah. you, uh, if you want to meet me in person while Nikki's at, on stage uh, and, and be supportive, uh, I'll be there. Um, I'll be the one that looks like the guy on stage. Um, yes. To uh, some extent. Uh, you can follow me at J underscore Keelas on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow MBA Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Please make sure to give the podcast a rating and review if you haven't done so already we would really appreciate it um give us the rating you want we, we don't need you to give us five stars although we would appreciate it give us five stars there you go um cool well i don't think we have anything else for today so for tad for nikki for jay this has been nba and we're out